welcome once again to Coffee and the Cosmos with Sagima Bay. And I'm your host, Craig Wells. And we're having another great day today. Um, I'm going to consider this a very special podcast. So I want you to listen intently. Whether you're around the corner, around the world, I would definitely share this with somebody. Um, just to make a long story short, um, one of the members of my house, our head usher, Paul Webb, and uh, he really helps out in the ministry a lot. And he come to see me today and we have a meeting. And on the way there, he began to have this just provoked encounter with Yahweh and with Yeshua and in the crucifixion. And he would begin to share it with me. And um, it would just open up my spirit. I mean, it didn't matter what we were talking about, whether it was business or whatever. He would just begin to share it. And my spirit man just wrapped around this vision that he was seeing and would just begin to just kind of settle inside of me and begin to vibrate. And I, I could almost feel like it was pulling me to it. And he, we talked about it a little bit. Then we had some things we had to do, some business we had to do. We talked about it a little more. And then finally we made it back to my house and went in the back and listened to music and just sat back there and just begin to engage with each other. And Holy Spirit, as he was beginning to share a little more of it, told me, hey, listen, just grab his hand and begin to arc together. And so I grabbed his hand and began to arc together. And I want to share with you an ascension that I had at that moment as we begin this two. This is why the power of two. Don't underestimate the value of someone else in your life, whether they're in your mind, you know, they're higher spiritually than you or they're lower spiritually than you. Don't look at anything like that. We are sons and everybody brings something to the table. I'm going to tell you right now, when this was finished, I remember thanking him. I said, thank you for opening that gateway for me. Now, y'all, y'all might say, well, hey, well, you're the man of God. You're the apostle. You're the senior pastor of the church. You're, you're Sagima Bay. You're worldwide. But it doesn't matter. Spirit being a spirit being, the same Holy Ghost inside of me is inside of Paul. The same Yeshua the Christ inside of me is inside of Paul. The same Yahweh, yod Hey vah inside of me is inside of Paul. That's all the natural realm where they look and judge by titles. Now, I don't want to get into that because you're not supposed to disrespect titles and positions because it's God, the Bible says, that gives titles and positions. So you want to honor that. But it doesn't take away from two men sitting before God, whether one's a senior pastor and one's not, it doesn't matter. Yahweh's in the midst. Where there's two or more, I'll be in your midst. And he carried this. I really felt he carried this because we actually had plans to do something else that got delayed and we couldn't do it. So we had to go do something different. And so I believe because he was on the way here to meet me, to go to our meeting and take care of some business, that God put this on him to bring to my house. So to me, he was like, I love this part. He was a carrier of the ascension. See, when you're a mystic, and don't be afraid of the word mystic. If you look it up, it's basically just someone that walks with Yahweh. It's just someone that walks with Yahweh. Someone that believes in a higher being that they submit themselves unto. So every believer is a mystic, whether you believe it or not. We just get so taboo because we've gave every word in the dictionary to the enemy. And forgot who we were and forgot that we are not under the law of sin and death. And we're not under the knowledge of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. We eat from the tree of life and we are under the law of light, life and liberty and reconciliation in Christ Yeshua back into our rightful place. 
And so because of that, this mighty man of God drew, came to my house and God gave him the vision to bring to me and to pour it out before me. And I'm telling you, in a moment, as soon as I grabbed his hand, we begin to pray in the spirit. It opened up before me. And I want to read it to you in a second. Then I want to go over it with you. I want you to, if you can, if you're driving, of course, don't do this. Listen to it again later. But I want you to close your eyes and I want you to visualize it with your spirit mind. Not your chest, your natural realm, but with your spirit mind. The little thing I'm going to read to you, it's not long. But I want you to imagine it in your spirit mind as if you were there. And go back into this moment. One thing I love about Gustav, Gustav LaRue, one of my best friends, mighty powerful man of Yahweh, there's any up here, he's another mystic. He taught us that we can go back into the mystery. And that's basically what happened today. God gave a mystery to this mighty man of God, Paul Webb. And then he came and carried it to the apostle and said, hey, let me share this with you with all the zeal, not knowing my spirit man was just going to open up a wrap around it and sit before it. Now, I saw a little different than he did. Yahweh took me to another, um, I don't want to say perspective because it was the same perspective, but another view of what was going on. And I'm going to read to you and tell you about my view of what was going on and what I saw before me. And Yahweh wants you to see it because this is a personal visitation from Yahweh. And I don't have to share those with anybody, but Yahweh told me, he said, you have to make a podcast about this tonight. And so I want to share this with you. Okay. So listen to me intently from your heart and just close your eyes if you can now if you're driving you can't or if you're working you can't I get it but when you go home you want to engage this is a doorway I'm going to tell you what this man of God brought to me he brought a doorway to the heavens so that doorway is not just for me God don't work like that of course God gives individual words to people I understand but he brought a gateway that I can open it you can open it. So when all you have to do is be seated in Christ Yeshua, sealed with the Holy Spirit, that you can go on the other side of the veil, go from the mountain of the Lord, dimensionally shift, have an ascension, and go into the heavens. Don't be afraid of these things. It's all in the Bible. It's all by Holy Spirit. I remember I was just telling a friend of mine, I said this started happening to me 14 years ago. I've been serving the Lord for over 40 but this started happening to me about 14 years ago and ascensions and dimensional shifting and going into the heavens. And at first I thought it was taboo. I thought it was uh, crazy. I listened to some preachers preach words I never heard before. I remember one preacher said meditation and I just said he's in a cult. Why? Because that's what I was told in my church. I had another one uh, say some word and oh man, that, that must be a cult. And I remember one time Ian Clayton, I love Ian Clayton. He said, yod, hey, va, hey. And he told everyone, stand, look to the left, look to the right, look behind you, look to the other side, the, you know, the north, the south, the east and the west, not realizing that he was framing a gateway into the heavens out of the name of my father. But I had my religious eyes and saying, that's in a cult. I was smart enough to not let my mind out talk me. Because my mind was trying to tell me, that's not of God. That's not of the Holy Spirit. Because it didn't bear witness with me. Well, let me tell you what I've learned. I've been serving God for 40 years. And even back in the old age, when I was just a tongue talker and demon stomper and praying for people to get healed and praying for people to get slain, I had many people then that didn't even agree with that, right? And so they thought we were out there. So Yahweh brings more revelation to us. It's up to us to step into it. So I want you to step into the vision that God carried on that mighty man of Yahweh, Paul Webb, my friend. 
that I'm honored to call my friend, mighty man of God. He really touched me today. He really did. He is my friend. And he's a mighty man of God. I love this man. You have to know me. Y'all don't know me, but I don't hang out with hardly anybody. I'm very, very careful of who I allow in my life. Who I allow to speak in my life, who I allow to hang in my life, because I'm on a course of walking in the heavens with my Father, Yahweh, the Most High God. So it's not just a free-for-all. But this mighty man of God brought an open heaven to my house and opened up a scene, a scene of my Savior that brought me to my face in trembling before my God. So I want to read this to you. So receive this right now in the name of Yeshua. First of all, I saw Yeshua on the cross. And it was kind of like up ahead over my head. I felt like I was at Golgotha. I felt like I was there at Calvary. And um, I might get a little emotion, just bear with me because I saw it so real. It was as if I was already there. And I saw my Savior up on the cross, beaten, torn, thorn, a crown, crown of thorns on his head, and bleed, blooded and bleeding and liquids coming out of him. And it was so moving. So I'm down by his feet and I'm beginning just to worship because I couldn't do nothing else. Well, you're a mighty man of God. You're up here. You're a son. You can go stand before the Lord. Not in this position. I took my sonship and I took my crown and I laid it down before my king. I took my robe of priest and I laid it down before my king. I took my shoes of glory and I laid it down before my king. And I bore my soul because I couldn't do nothing else but bear my soul before the living Savior. My king. That's all I kept saying when I wasn't speaking in tongues was my king. My king. So let me try to get through this. Then I remember a drop of water. It wasn't sweat. It was like when the word talked about blood and water came out when he pierced them. It was a drop of the fluid. It came and it dripped on me. And when it did, I felt it change the frequency of my DNA. That drop of that liquid water that came out of my Savior began to change the frequency of my DNA. Then I waited. I remember waiting and I wanted his blood to fall on me so bad. And while I was worshiping and I was worshiping and glorifying him and I was crying for the price that was paid for me. Because sometimes, you know, we don't look at that cross again. We don't look at that crown again. We don't look at that beating again. We might say he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was put upon him, but by his stripes we were healed. You know, sometimes it becomes a common place. It becomes a casual place. It becomes a comfortable place. But with that revelation, when you're at Golgotha, when you're looking at the feet of the bottom of the torn up feet of your Savior, would be pierced, pierced, nailed to the cross. And that blood, I was waiting. It was like, Jesus, just one drop. And then all of a sudden, one drop of his blood hit my lips. And it made me eternally clean and whole. That's all in the way I can express it. I felt eternally clean and whole. And I just began to weep. And I began to weep. Then I saw his broken body. His beaten, broken body on the cross. He was in extreme agony on his face. You could see extreme agony on his face. 
And then I love this part though. Then he ascended into the heavens and he began to transfigure into his glory. He had a pure white robe of light and glory on him as King of Kings and Lord of Lords. And then I love this. He went higher in the heavens and he went and sat on his father's throne as his own, as he being sovereign Lord, God, Savior, King. It was so at this point, he's in glory before the one who sits on the throne. If you want to be able to picture that, just read Revelations 4 and Revelations 5 and get those two chapters burnt into your spirit, man. Don't be religious. Oh, we can't understand Revelations. Man, I got the Holy Ghost. I can understand Revelations. You can understand Revelations. You just got to let go of everything everyone told you about Revelations so you can hear what Yahweh is saying about Revelations. But read chapter 4 and chapter 5 of Revelations and see the one who sits on the throne. And I remember this, and it made me weep even more. Even though now he's ascended, he's sitting on the right hand of the Father. He's sitting in his fullness. Oh, man, it was like lion, lamb, priest. It was just sitting in his fullness, wrapped in this white robe with this golden crown on his head. Then all of a sudden, this is what he told me. He said, put your hands in my hands. And it was as if the crucified Christ was back on the cross, even though I could see him in heaven. And in my spirit mind, I stretched one hand into one side of the cross. And I... <laughs> I slid it in his arm and went into his hand and they began to nail it and nailed me on that side and then I took my other hand and I put it on the other side and I put it in him and then they began to nail it and then the hands, my, my hands was nailed inside the hands of my savior on the cross and then he drew my head up unto his head and then the crown of thorns that was sticking in my head and he drew my head and it went right in through his shoulders into his head and I could feel the crown of thorns from his head into my head though I had no pain he didn't let me feel no pain <laughs> but it was there and I was inside my savior and then he said uh, oh, excuse me let me catch my emotions. My head was in his crown. And then my body was being inserted into his body. And I remember that my full body just went right into his body. And it was like my shoulders and my chest and then my belly and then my waist and then my legs was going into his legs. And then all of a sudden my feet went into his feet and they took the spike and it went right through us. And then when I, uh, when it went, went through us, I still didn't feel the pain of it, but the revelation of it was there. And all I could think about, that scripture kept running through my head. What happened was we began to ascend into the heavens, me inside of Yeshua. And the scripture kept going through my mind. I'm crucified with Christ. I'm crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. I'm crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. It kept running and running and running through my mind. And all of a sudden, a bright white robe of righteousness was being wrapped around me and being put upon me. 
And then he sat in his throne and I sat in his throne with him. And then with a crown of righteousness, he began to put it on my head. And then all, all I could do now was I got down on my feet why I was in heaven before the throne of Yeshua before Elohim himself the one who sits on the throne and I begin to worship his glory I begin to honor him and then Yeshua <laughs> Yeshua presented me to the father as a righteous son <laughs> there was no more scars in my hand there was no more beats on my back. There's no more scars in my head. I was wrapped in this white robe and these new shoes were put on my feet and this golden crown was put on my head. And Yeshua presented me before the Father as a righteous son of the Most High God. And I just begin to all glory to King Yeshua, the precious Lamb of the Great I Am. I was before my Father. You can go before your Father. You can engage with this and go before your father. Oh, Jesus, 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 I love you so much. And so I just stayed there for a little bit. And I just stayed before his throne. And yeah, there's many things I've done in the heavens before. I've co-created with God. I've done all this other stuff. But there was no better moment, more precious to me than taking on the righteousness of my Savior, than being crucified inside my Savior and being cleaned. It was showing me the fullness of how clean we really are. Right now, not after we did, not after we raptured out of here or second coming or whatever way you think that you've made covenant with death to get you to righteousness. It was the death, the burial, the resurrection, and the ascension of Yeshua that made you righteous, that made you whole. And I was presented to the Father as righteous, whole, and holy. That's my King. That's my Yeshua. And once again, I thank you, Paul Webb, for bringing that open gateway to me and allowing me to share this open gateway to the world. That you can go and sin before the Father and worship Him. And all I could do is worship. That's all I could do. I, I, I had my tears coming out of my eyes and I put my crown down and my tears were just flowing on the feet of Yeshua. <laughs> You know, sometimes you get before him, you know, your natural man will try to arise and think about every little flaw you've ever made in your life. And he don't see any of that. He didn't see any of that. He said, my son, my son, my righteous son, my glorious one. That's what he's going to tell you if you're a daughter. He'll tell you a daughter. If you're a son, he'll tell you, son, you're righteous one, you holy one. You lover of God, that's the key. You lover of God. I love David. I love the Passion Translation. You know, some people get freaked out because it's not King James or it's not an Amplified or whatever. Well, the Passion is not the, uh, the Holy Bible. I, I, I've never looked at it as the Holy Bible, but I have looked at it as a wonderful commentary of the Bible from a viewpoint of passion, of love. And David cries out, Father, 
you go after those that are your lovers. And I'm telling you, Yeshua, Yahweh, the Most High God, goes after those that are his lovers. And he sees nothing else. It's Emmanuel. It's Elohim face to face with man which is righteous and holy and pure and by the Father desirable. And it's his delight. Well, once again, I just wanted to share this ascension with you. And I pray that you have private time that you can take it and go ascend and go allow that to open up your mind and begin to imagine that in your spirit realm. So Holy Spirit can give you the actually revelation of the revealing of the images that I'm speaking to you into your mind that you can go encounter being crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, you live, but not I, but Christ lives in me and the life I now live. I live by faith in the son of God. All hail King Jesus, Yeshua the Christ. Be healed right now in the name of Yeshua. In the name of Yeshua, I just command healing. Right now, I command healing. I sense it right now. God's healing artism. Father, right now in the name of Yeshua, touch artism. Make Adala, you have someone that you know have autism, just begin to believe for it right now. Father, bring complete healing. Yes, Yahweh, varical veins. I see varical veins. God's healing your veins in your body. Back trauma. Back trauma. I see back trauma being healed. Just begin to receive it by faith. Well, brother, what if it don't show up right now? It's coming. I'm seeing it. It's raining out of heaven. Just have your faith and believe and receive it in the name of Yeshua. Yes, Yahweh. Sinus infections. I see God clearing up sinus infections. Righteousness, righteous thinking. So many of the believers have been sin conscious their whole life and condemned their whole life. And Yahweh says, receive this word today and allow the frequency of my son to shoot through you. And in that frequency, by Yeshua the Christ, by Holy Spirit, I will begin to change those broken traumas of condemnation, guilt and shame, fear, doubt and unbelief and unworthiness and un insecurity and lack of self-confidence in my presence. I remove it right now. You're whole, you're a son, you're a daughter. Well done. Well done. Lover of the Lord, the Most High, Elohim has spoken. Receive it right now. And I baptize all of you in the fire of the Holy Ghost and I baptize you in the blood of Yeshua. I baptize you in the power of the Holy Ghost and I baptize you in the blood of Yeshua. Every sin you have ever committed is now forgiven. I have the authority in Christ to remit all sins, to omit them by the blood of Yeshua. And I decree you whole and holy by the precious blood of Yeshua. And I break every principality that was trying to torment your mind in other ways. Those are familiar spirits, aligned spirits. I come against them. I command them to go in the name of Yeshua by the bloodline of Jesus, by the bloodline of Yeshua. I thank you, Yahweh. Don't forget to share this with a friend today, whether around the world or around the corner. It will change their life in Yeshua's holy name. I love you. You are so beautiful. I'll see you tomorrow. Shalom.